Today we're going to talk about the spelling of words that begin with W-H. And we're going to practice their pronunciations with some practice with the W sound, W, and the H sound, H. Hi, it's Pam from Pronouncing English with Pam. I always thought the words whole wheat were cleverly put together. They both begin with W-H, and yet they're pronounced completely different. The first word starts with the H sound, whole. And the second group of W-H letters begins with the W sound, wheat. Well, here we go with another complicated group of spellings and sounds. In this quick lesson, I'd like to begin by talking about a few words that begin with the H sound. For those of you that don't pronounce the H sound in your native language, this would be a good practice for you. So repeat these words after me. We're only talking about five words that are spelled with WH, but have that H sound in the beginning. Who, the contraction whose, as in who is, whose, the pronoun whose, which is exactly the same. For example, if I said, whose hat is this? That pronoun indicates that the hat belongs to somebody. Whom. That's the formal word of who. You might start a letter, to whom it may concern. We don't say that word very often. And the last one is whole, like in the beginning of this lesson, whole wheat. Just five examples, and actually two of the words sound exactly the name, the contraction whose and the pronoun whose. So really just four pronunciations to remember that begin with H. You can just memorize these because these are somewhat of an exception, or you can remember that the vowel pronunciation is an ooh. You may notice if you're looking at the written word that all of these words begin with W-H-O. And that's what starts with that H sound. <sighs> but there are some exceptions, and now I'm going to say them for you. For other letters that begin with W-H-O, whoa, that's spelled W-H-O-A. That's an expression that something is surprising. You might say, whoa. Did that just happen? It's also a command to stop, especially if you're on a horse. So if you like to go horseback riding, it would be important to know if your horse is familiar with the word whoa. Another one is whoops. That's spelled with a W-H-O, but has the W sound. That's, you might say, whoops, I almost dropped the vase. It's another term for another one of those words, oops. There's also, with the same spelling, a bird called a whooping crane. 
Then we have the word Whopper. W-H-O-P-P-E-R. That is something unusually large. And it's extreme of its kind. And then the last word, whoosh. It's a sudden movement accompanied by a rushing sound. You might say there was a big whoosh of air. And then for all the rest of the WH words, we have a W sound to them. Now, you may have been taught that some WH words have a little H sound in the beginning. I was always taught that that was the standard way of speaking English, and that's what broadcasters would study before they would be on the news, a very universal way of saying some WH sounds. So, for example, they might say, what, for what. There's a little H in the beginning. Now, some people in in regions of the United States may pronounce WH words like this. I never have, and it's acceptable to do it either way. But my advice to you is if you're just learning, it would, to me, be easier to just keep it as a W sound and not put that H in the beginning. I've gotten along with it all of my life, and I think that it would just be easier. So let's practice this way. And the WHs, here's the word. Say them after me. What? Where? Remember to round your lips forward to get that W sound. Why? Which? Like which one? When? A lot of question words. Then we have whale. Whisker. Like on a cat. And the word Whirl, W-H-I-R-L, like to move around and around, a whirl of leaves. You may even say whirlwind, which you can use to describe a situation in which a lot of things are happening very quickly and are difficult to control, like a whirlwind of activity. Somebody might say, how was your day? Oh, it was a whirlwind of meetings. That can be difficult to say because we have the W and then the er and then the O, that, that L in the middle, whirlwind. That's a good challenge word. We just have a couple more. We have the word wheat, as in our lesson about whole wheat, bread. And our last word is whip. Speaking of whip, I have a funny clip of an adult cartoon called Family Guy. And in this, there's two characters. Stevie notices that Brian is eating a piece of pie, and then he asks to eat a piece of pie also. And he would like to put whipped cream on top of the pie. The whipped cream that he's talking about The brand is called Cool Whip, but he pronounces the word whip with an H in front of it, and it drives Brian crazy. Listen to this. 
Oh, you got some pie, huh? Can I have a piece? Uh, sure. Oh, let me have some of that Cool Whip. What'd you say? You can't have a pie without Cool Whip. Cool Whip? Cool Whip, yeah. You mean Cool Whip? Yeah, Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. You're saying it weird. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? What are you talking about? I'm just saying it. Cool Whip. You put Cool Whip on pie. Pie tastes better with Cool Whip. Say Whip. Whip. Now say Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Why is it that cartoons, they do things over and over and over again? Well, it was funny, and it's really fitting for this lesson. Well, you learned a lot, and you learned about WH sounding like and WH sounding like what? And there are only a few of those that have the H sound to them. So my suggestion is to just memorize those, and all the rest really have the W sound. And don't worry about saying cool whip just say cool whip and then you won't even be in a cartoon and if you ever have any questions just email me at pam at proaccentcoaching.com i'm here for you and i'll talk to you next week bye for now